I'm glad that uh, Richard's here from Jellicoe and Earl because they're going to be a little part of this short, very short message because I had promised the pastor and those at Williamsburg we wouldn't preach all day and get there late. So they're coming from two other churches in addition to Williamsburg. I hope everyone goes and has a good time today. Life is too short to not enjoy these days of rest that we have. There's very little rest in this world today. There's a lot of trouble and turmoil and anxiety and frustration. And just take a day to enjoy life. That We're able to be here, able to breathe, able to eat, able to take nourishment. We're in reasonable portions of health. So let's just enjoy the day and enjoy each other. What a blessing. Enjoy the nature. Enjoy the animals. Enjoy everything today. What a day we've been given. Let's just pray for a minute. Lord, please remove all the distractions because my words today are not enough. We need you. We need your spirit. Let's just put a put aside and await everything that we expect today. And we just want you. We just want to see you and listen to you and commune with you. So let's just put aside what all we had imagined for this day. We just want to see your love and kindness. Holy Spirit, come and speak to us. You're always speaking, but are we hearing? We lift up each other, our faith family here today. We ask your blessing, and we ask your mercy on those most in need of your mercy in this very hour. Our whole goal in life is to obtain the fullness of Christ, a perfect sacrifice. Amen. You heard Chris read the scripture. It's from Ephesians 4, 11 through 16. Look at that once again. Ephesians 4, 11 through 16. And like I said, this is going to be very short. And his gifts were that some should be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers, to equip the saints for the work of ministry, for the building of the body of Christ, until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to mature manhood, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, so that we may no longer be children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the cunning of men, by their craftiness in deceitful wiles. Rather, speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in every way into him who is the head, into Christ, from whom the whole body joined and knit together by every joint which it is supplied. When each part is working properly, makes boldly growth and upbuild itself in love. Amen. The word of the Lord. Amen. Tossed, tossed about, tossed from this to that. 
Who has not been tossed this week in some way? I think everyone has. If you would tell the truth, we're all being tossed all the time. Some sort of turmoil. I was thinking of a story that my father told me about being on a ship in World War II. And because Richard, being a Navy sailor, and Earl, having been on ships in World War II, and, and, and then, of course, Steve being in the Marines, that doesn't hardly qualify, but that's similar. And Bobby in the Army, they'll, not, they'll understand this. It's kind of got a, a military point to it, but Richard and Earl especially being sailors and merchant marines and in on and ships and Earls told me about being on ships in World War II and being in the crow's nest and seeing a a a, a, a mine ahead of him in the Sea of China and you just a young boy and uh tell us about that Earl. You saw that and you reported it to the uh what did you call it? The bridge? Yes, I report well. I was on deck, and uh, the skipper came out of the wing of the ship and said, Gil, would you go up in the crow's nest and stand watch? We're going through a minefield. And uh, I said, Yes, sir, for better. So I went up to him. I'm in the crow's nest, and the young man that was up there was reading comic books. <laughs> And uh, he, uh, he was, uh, I remember his name, it was Concouche Barbera. And he was from New Jersey. And uh, I said, first, the skipper wants me to relieve you for a few minutes. And he said, he said okay. So he went down and I was there. And I was there about five minutes, maybe 10 minutes. And the sun reflected off an object about 10 or 15 miles away from the ship. And uh, it lit the light reflected back to our ship. And I arrived on the bridge and told them that I decided they seen something in the ocean that they needed to take evasive action. And uh, they did. And about 10 or 15 minutes later, there was a mine with horns about that big came floating down the ship. We had just passed them. And I didn't realize that day what the Lord had done. But the Lord had me there Amen. that day to save that ship at 44 men's lines. Amen. Of course, Richard's a Navy sailor and I go back to the story my father said they they flew planes over and they would come back on ships and they would fly planes full of supplies to England and they'd come back on ships I think he said four different times and they came back on a different ship every time and some of them were just uh, wooden ships and they would be in the North Atlantic and they'd be in the terrible storms and the, the ships would the, the men would be put under and they would seal it off and the ships would go down and waves as much as two-story high would go over the ships. And how that the ship was, some of them were wooden. They were using even wooden big ships to transport troops and people. And he said, and 
and there were uh, submarines uh, that they would leave England with uh, uh, like an armada of ships and ships around ships to guard them. And you would see ships being hit and they're going down. And then they would put the depth charges over. They were using uh, submarines and U-boats and all that stuff. And I won't go into that, but that... They got out in the, the North Atlantic and the waves would be as much as two-story high coming across the ships and hitting. And how the officers would talk of about trying to keep the ship on course. How they desperately would be in turning those ships. And you, you see the Discovery Channel sometimes, the ships of the fishermen up in the uh, oceans near Can- uh, Alaska and how the waves and the ice and everything's coming over these ships and it just throws these men around on the t- that are fishing on the deck just like toys. Well, see, that's what it was talking about here a, min- a minute ago, being tossed. So we've all been on a ship, not just Earl, not just different ones, we are all on a ship today being tossed, thrown around. Do we keep our course? Do we keep our heading? I'm not familiar with all the terminology of a ship or uh, the, the, the way that they describe it, the bridge and the crow's nest Earl's talking about and everything, but we're all on a ship today, and we're being tossed about as it says in the scripture today in James. We're beaten, we're battered. We may have started out in a harbor where it was very calm as a Christian. We may have started out when we started our Christian walk in a very calm harbor, like on a big yacht or a sailboat. But you know, if you get that boat out in the ocean, you will sooner or later and more likely than not run into storms. We're in storms today. This whole planet is rocking and reeling with hate and discouragement and bad things happening to people, to animals, to society, to each other. So when we get out of the harbor You know, the sun disappears lots of days. The blue turns to gray. Doesn't this sound like our lives? When they continue, we find ourselves off course. And it's going to be a struggle to not be tossed around when we get off course. But remember, our goal is to become mature and obtain the fullness of Jesus Christ. This sermon today is for me more than you. Because as lots of times we just want a little bit of the world. I mean, I'm sorry, a lot of the world and just a little bit of God and His love and His kindness. We have to d- divorce ourselves from a lot of the things in this world that we want. So as the ship is tossed about by the world, we go into it. See, that is representative of 
spiritual growth. And spiritual growth will never be easy. It's very painful. It's not fun and easy being a Christian. You're called to love the unlovable. You're called to do acts of kindness for people who very few times appreciate it. But yet, it is our calling as Christians. We're not the Alliance Club, as good as I like them helping with the site. We're, or the Rotary, we're the Church of Jesus Christ. And we are called to love when other people hate. Amen. We're called to give when other people don't want to give. Amen. We're called to sacrifice when the world says no. Amen. We're called to love, and that's our job. We're called to take the love of Christ out of here today. This is just where we come once a week. It's out there. It's not here. We're talking about going out into a world today that's that's not right. It's it's so full of disappointment and hate. We have to love. I know that. That goes against the grain, but we have to love people. If we ever want to reach them, we will have to love them where they're at and take it from there. We have to reach these people. We have to reach the junkies. We have to reach the drug addicts. We have to reach each other in here. That's right. We, 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 We can't talk about the addict. Let's reach each other first. Then we can go out and reach them. When they see Jesus Christ in us, I tell you one thing, they'll want this. They'll only want this when they see Jesus in us and His forgiving love. This is Christianity. You want to get right down to the real Christianity? There's all kinds of Christianity in this world today. There's cathedrals, there's... There's everything. It's, a, it's, a, it's like a smorgasbord. Pick what you want. But Christianity that is of Jesus Christ is forgiving, loving way that will bring people to Him. There's no other way. I wish there were because the world could provide the funds and the money to do it some other way. May our lives now be such that people will come here to worship Him because we have shown them Jesus in us. Amen. Heavenly Father, as we stop the service to go back out in this world this week and to maybe if go to the picnic and enjoy the day, please put us in the path of some person who is struggling in this life, that we would say something kind and gentle that would touch them, use us to touch people that are struggling in body, mind, or spirit. They're there. They're in here today. They're out there. Fill us with your love and your mercy and help us to be like you. That can only come with having your spirit in us. May we be 
quick to love, quick to forgive, for there's not very much time for us, especially us older ones, but there's not that much time left in this world to go do your will, to love, to forgive, to tell people about your son. So leave us with that thought. The service is now ended. Go in peace to serve the Lord. In Jesus' name, amen.